make me call a dog. Oh, use my gift. Oh, we got beef. Yes, 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 people. Hooty hoo! That's right, baby. It is 1st of January. It's a new goddamn year, people. And Chin Check is here to usher it in for you. Now, this is a different episode of what was planned. You know what I mean? But. I'd forgotten. Well, it wasn't happening, was it? So, um, yeah, Submission Underground popped up, right? So, um, yeah, what we had planned, that will come out on Monday and will still work. It will still work, so it's all gravy. But, yeah, right now, here today, people, we're looking back at Submission Underground 20. And, um, goddamn, people, that was a treat. That was a straight up late Christmas present from, you know what I mean, boss lady and uncle Joel. So, let's get into it, people. Okay, so it is week 17. This is it. The last chance for teams to grab those wild cards and make it into the, uh, you know, the playoffs, people. So, let's start off with Detroit at Minnesota. Um, Yeah, I don't think either team have a chance. You know, there's a lot of teams, you know what I mean, with better records um <laughs> in the NFC than the Vikings. So yeah. I don't think either team are playing for playoffs. It's just for pride right now. Ah, so the Lions. I mean, they are coming off of ooh, a couple of really bad, really bad. Bad performances. They got hammered by Tampa last week. You know what I mean? And then um, pretty much by Tennessee the week before that. So, yeah, that is a tough one for them. And um, the Vikings, whew, they didn't fare any better. <laughs> Man, the Saints really took it to them last week. You know, they, they haven't won since, uh, yeah, the beginning of the month, right? Oh, dear, oh, dear. It is a, uh, yeah, I don't know. I do not know, people. This game, it's, I mean, the Vikings have got a better record, you know? They've got a better record, but both teams have been uh, pretty poor. <laughs> They've both been pretty poor. I'm going to say the Vikings eke this one out. You know? But it, it really could be anyone's. 
Ah, interestingly enough, we've got, um, yeah, the Buccaneers against the Falcons again. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay, they got their wild card uh, spot. Yeah, the Falcons, they have no chance of getting one. <laughs> you know, just a few weeks back, the Buccaneers snuck past, came from behind and got the, you know, the late win. And I'd, I'd say that, yeah, they do it again. You know, they're definitely on a high after whooping the Lions last week, you know, the, um, yeah, Falcons, they, um, they got done by the Chiefs in, you know, the way the Chiefs have been winning of late, you know, the, the, those last minute victories, <laughs> so, um, yeah, Falcons, you know, they've had hit a few, you know, some hard times, so I would say the Buccaneers, they're the team on the roll, they're going to get the win here. So then we go to the Jets and the Patriots. Now, this is crazy. From a team that was, you know, 0-13, Jets have won their last two. How insane is that? You know, they didn't look like they were going to win any games this season. But, yeah, they've, um, you know, they've they've hit some form. <laughs> it's that or everyone has just been giving up Now the Patriots whew, They've uh, Yeah Not won a game Not won a game again From the beginning of December So they, It's been tough But You know they should have enough To be able to beat the Jets I'm going to say that the, the Patriots should have enough to beat the Jets If they don't If they do not beat the Jets Yeah, we're going to see some I mean, we're already going to see some changes at the Patriots But I think a loss to the Jets would be the nail in the coffin For some people, you know So, um, yeah, let's see what happens there We've got Buffalo at Miami both teams are in the playoffs, I do believe, you know, yeah, I, I think that's, um, I do think that's, no, the, the, oh, the Dolphins, they're not, right, Dolphins aren't, so they're playing to do that, I think a win gets them a slot, now, Buffalo, right, they, um, yeah, they've been on some form, you know. They they beat the Patriots last week. They beat the Broncos before that, the Steelers before that, 49ers, Chargers. You know, their last loss was the Cardinals mid-November. So, um, yeah, Miami have definitely, you know, they've definitely got things going up against them. But, you know, Miami have won a, f a couple of games You know, they beat the Raiders last week The Patriots the week before that You know, they lost to the Chiefs But who hasn't? 
<laughs> you know what I mean? They beat the Bengals. They beat the Jets. Mm, I, I, yeah, I probably would say that um, the Bills will probably win this game, though. I think the Bills could, yeah, could be the thing that stops Miami going to the playoffs. Ooh, I don't know. We'll see. So we've got Cleveland against Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh, they're in. Cleveland are not. I think a win possibly gets them a wild card. I think that could be it. Now, they did lose to the Jets. <laughs> they did lose to the Jets last week, which, you know, is not the best thing coming into this game. Which is funny because, you know, they they beat the um they did beat the Giants the week before. They lost to the Ravens. It has been one of those seasons. You know, a bit of up and down for them. Ah, uh, Pittsburgh, you know, they just, they did hit a weird little skid, they lit, hit a weird little skid, you know, they lost to Washington, they lost to the Bills, and they lost to the Bengals, they were able to write the ship at the Colts, you know, they wrote, they righted the ship, and I think they um, beat the Browns, you know, I don't see them losing to the Browns, okay, so, then we go to um, New York against Dallas, <sighs> I mean, it's been a bit of a shitty season for both, I don't think, I don't think Dallas can get a a, a berth even with a win, you know, um, yeah, the Giants, they are coming off of three weeks of bad form, you know, three weeks of bad form for them, the Cowboys, you know, they they did beat um, the Eagles, they beat the 49ers, the Bengals, yeah, they've, they've had a, a productive last three weeks, so I would probably say that yeah, they take this one. Yeah, I'd imagine they they continue with their form, and they get a win, and the last game of the season for them. Right, we then have Cincinnati against Baltimore. Yes, Baltimore. <laughs> There's not really much deliberation going into that. Baltimore are taking that game. Yeah, <laughs> and again with Indianapolis against the Jacksonville Jaguars, yeah, the Colts, the Colts are taking this game, you know, and I think that might be enough to uh, get them into the playoffs, you know, I believe so. I don't know. We will, we will see, right? But yes, the the Colts are winning. Um oh so then we've got the Texans against the Titans. Hmm. Mm. Now this game 
does hold weight for the Colts. You know, they they do want the Texans to win this one, right? Now, the Titans, there, they lost last week. You know, they lost to the Packers. They did beat the Lions and they beat the Jaguars. You know, so, yes, but the Texans... Yeah, Texans, oh, they just lost out to the Bengals. Just lost out to the Bengals. They lost to the Colts. You know, they lost to the Bears. So, I mean, you would say, I feel you would say that, yeah, the Titans, Titans take this game. You know, it, it should be true to form, right? Which then could mean... The, the Colts are out Titans are in Who knows, we'll have to see We'll have to see how everything unfolds So, Los Angeles Rams Against Arizona Cardinals Now, the Rams You know They uh, Yeah, they got They got beat by the Seahawks Beat by the Seahawks They lost to the Jets This It's not been good you know, they did beat the Patriots, you know, they beat the Cardinals, beat the 49ers, so, yeah, they've, they've been, you know, they've not been doing too badly, but, yeah, they, they slipped at the wrong moment, really, Cardinals, man, they lost to the 49ers last week, they beat the Eagles the week before that, beat the Giants, you know, so oh, looking at this, I I I might go. <sighs> dear, oh dear, I think I'm gonna say the Rams. Yeah, I think I'm gonna say the Rams get the win, and. I don't know. I don't think it does anything for them. I don't know. It could do. That win could get them a wild a little a wild card berth. So we will we will have to see. So we got the Panthers at the Saints. Um yeah. Saints winning this one. You know, they're already in, so it's all gravy for them. We got the Bears against the Packers. Well, Green Bay, they've got their berth. You know, Green Bay is set. Um The Bears. I don't think the Bears are making it. And yeah, Green Bay, they get they're gonna take this one. Green Bay are gonna win their last game. Of the season, I would say. So, Chiefs Chargers. Well, it's been the Mahone show, basically, this season, hasn't it? And, yeah. Uh, unless they rest all their top players. You know, Chiefs will win this game. <laughs> you know? Hey, they might rest everyone. Who knows? Right, we've got San Francisco against Seattle. And I mean 
49ers did win last week, right? They won last week, you know, they didn't win uh, the games before that, but yes, Seattle, they they also won last week, and the week before, and the week before that, you know, Seattle, they're coming in hot, right? So, yes, true to form, looking at the numbers, the Seahawks take that game, right? Then we've got Denver against Las Vegas Raiders. Um, hmm. This one neither have been that spectacular. I mean, Broncos lost to the Chargers. They lost to the Bills. You know, they did beat the Panthers. Right? Um, the Raiders... Yeah, Raiders got pipped at the post by the Dolphins. Also by the Chargers, the Colts. Yeah, I mean, I th- I would say that, yeah, possibly the, the Broncos take this game. Which would, uh, yeah, I don't think it does anything. And, uh, you know, a game that doesn't really do anything, I don't think a win for Washington at Philadelphia gets them a berth, you know. There's teams with better records, which, hey, it would have been nice, right? But losing to Seattle and Carolina pretty much sunk Washington's boat, and I think that's probably right. You know, they couldn't come up with a freaking name. They do not deserve playoffs this season. You know, but I would say that they do beat the Eagles. You know, I do have them beating Philadelphia. But, um, yeah, that's it. You know, that's it. But, yes, that's the predictions for week 17. Um, I would say that the, the the games to look out for this week, um, Texans against Titans, Rams Cardinals. You know, I think Browns Steelers that should be a good one. Um, Bills Dolphins and Buccaneers Falcons. I think those are gonna be. The fun games this week, people. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Whew. We will get a clear picture at the end. Find out who get the last berths. And then it's playoff season, baby. You know, that's where all the fun and the heavy betting starts. I would say that, yeah, the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. But, uh, I don't know. Still have a few games, so it could all change. Let's see what happens. Well, it is officially done now, right? Submission Underground 20 is over. And, I yeah, I think that's it. I mean, yes, there is Risen. There's the New Year's Eve Risen event. But we don't get that in the UK. So, you know. As far as it comes watching-wise, yo, we are now done. And 
God damn, this was a great event to finish on, you know what I mean? Ten, ten matches, five undercard, five main, and, oh, oh shit, we saw some funness happen tonight, you know what I mean? There was some, ooh, could I say shocks? I wouldn't say shocks, but there were some wins that you weren't quite sure if they would happen or not. So, um, yeah, it was great. And we started off, you know, in the prelims with uh, Charlie... Charlie? Charles Gilpin against John Simone. And, um, yeah, this one, it was pretty even. In regular time, right? It was back and forth, and I think both had moments. Both had like moments where you know they're on top, then they were able to reverse. You know that that's how it seemed to go. Like Gilpin, he oh he was the only one with the actual submission attempt. I would say, during, um, you know, main, the, the, the main match, but yeah, it, it, it was a fun back and forth affair, so it went to overtime, right, and um, Gilpin, he went first, you know, uh, yeah, he, he took the back, right, and he got some good ride time. You know, got some decent ride time. But, uh, you know, Simmons was able to escape. Simmons, he, uh, yeah, he went for the back. And, yo, he managed to get in that rear naked choke pretty quick, actually. And, um, yeah, got the tap. You know, so... um. Hats off to Simone, you know, that was a, that was a good win, you know, and, and I think these first few fights, I wasn't quite sure how they would go, wasn't quite sure how they would go, so then the next one, we had, um, Jean Bernardo against Alex Lamy, and again, another, another fun encounter, um, so Bernardo, you know, he comes out with an impressive top game, right? He he got into side control pretty much straight away. But, you know, Lamy, he stayed calm, you know, wrote, he was able to reverse the position and, um, you know, then implement his game. So he wasn't giving, you know, Bernardo any space. You know, a lot of, um, you know, there was a lot of counters. Neither were able to really pull the switch. You know, neither could, you know, get that final little thing they needed for the submission. But, yeah, we, we, we definitely saw some skill on display. So went to overtime. Right, and um, yeah, Lamy he went up first. He he took the back, and he he was keeping things close, right? Um, 
So when Bernardo tries to escape, you know, Lamy was able to transition to, um, yeah, a, a, a kind of a, a tight triangle. And it was slick. It was slick as hell. Right? Uh, because you're thinking, oh, wait, you're on the back. Surely the move to a triangle should be an escape, right? But no, because he, yeah, because there was no space, you know, because there was no space or anything like that, it was pretty, it was a seamless transition too. So he's able to get it. And yeah, hit that triangle, got the tap. Bernardo, he um he went for the back as well. But yeah, Lamy just escaped mad quick. And it was done. So Lamy got the win there. You know, which was um yeah, I it was just a transition. I think it was the transition from the back to uh the to the triangle. It was slick, people. So slick. Uh, so then we had submission of underground vet Rita Gribben against Kristen Mickelson. And um man, this was a very fast on exchanges fight. You know, they were just really going for it. Both attacking the legs a lot. You know what I mean? Whew. It, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy with the leg attacks. You were just like, oh, God. <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't know. Leg attacks can put you on edge a lot, right? So, yeah, they, they were doing that. Um, and it seemed like Mickelson had, uh, you know, come out um, pretty hot. You know what I mean? But Gribben, yeah, she, you know, she uh, yeah, just kept, kept it, kept it moving, kept it moving and, you know, was using like these quick attacks, quick attacks, quick transitions, counters, you know, she was very calm, very calm. Man, it, it was fun. The The regular time part of that fight was real fun. So it went to overtime. And, um, <clears throat> yeah. So Mickelson, she took the back. Going for the rear naked. Um, man, like, Gripen, she was always able to avoid the choke. But it was the ride time. Right, she it's like she put more emphasis on avoiding the choke, and then after a while, like made moves to escape, which probably was the thing that hurt her here, right? Because Mickelson was able to rack up just a lot of ride time, right? And um, that's how it kind of went all the way through, you know. Like, Gribben, you know, she did a good job. You know, she she was trying for rear nakeds and all of that. But, yeah, Mickelson was just able to um, amass, you know, too much ride time. 
And yeah, so she was able to get the win But a really, really fun, high-paced fight there So we then had Benji Silver against Mika Brakefield And um, this, god damn, this was an interesting fight, right? So I think they came out looking for position Right, um, and Silver Paul's guard, he he goes for a triangle, but you know, Breakfield, he's you know, he's experienced, he knows that, so he stick, he you know, he sits up, right, knocks it away, but Silver is relentless, you know, and he grabs it again, right, grabs it again, and. Man, yeah, he he's uh, using it to get a reversal. So he gets the reversal, but still keeps the triangle. You know what I mean? Still keeps it in play. So from top, he's trying to control Breakfield and then just move his legs to sink in that triangle. Breakfield, he did a good job of stopping that. Right, definitely did a good job of stopping that. Eventually, Breakfield is able to, um, yeah, escape. Right, escape. Then he's employing a heavy top, a heavy top game to, uh, you know, try and do his thing. But, you know, Silver just never rests. So, yeah, it, it, Breakfield wasn't able to really do much, you know, do much from the top. And, yeah, it was yeah definitely interesting to see what, you know, old Benji Silver had to offer. Right, so we go to overtime and we hit all three. Hit all three lots of overtime here. Um, now, Breakfield... He started off, he takes the back, but Silver, man, he escaped real quick, escaped real quick, so you're like, okay, alright, what's going to happen here? So then Silver goes with the spider web, right, and um, Breakfield, he was able to step both legs over the top and get himself out, but do you know what I mean? He, he's trying to be methodical, trying not to fuck anything up. So it was a slow process, right? Giving Silver a good chunk of ride time. So, again, Breakfield takes the back, right? And again, Silver, fast escape. So it's just like, oh, it is not looking good for Breakfield here. So, Silver, he goes for the back and, um, yeah, racks up more ride time, right? And, yeah, so we're in the third quarter. Third quarter? No, the third, third the, yeah, the last part, right? And, yeah, Breakfield needs to do something. Otherwise, it is over. So, he throws a Hail Mary. He goes for the spider web. Right, he prefers the um, he prefers going for the rear naked, but you know he's tried it and it's not worked twice. So it goes for the spider, and um, yeah, 
able to get the extension able to get the full extension of the arm silver he tries to hold out but eventually has to tap and he's holding his arm you're like oh is this bad right is this dumb but he's like no no it's cool it's cool and silver goes for the spider himself but yeah Breakfield, I think he 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 got it in what a, a minute and seven seconds. I think it was something like that. And so yeah, Silver he just can't get the tap in time, right? Breakfield gets the win, which is pretty huge, considering, right? You're you're looking at the fight regular time. Silver had the advantage, and then. In the overtime, with the escapes and everything like that, Silver again has the advantage, right? But Breakfield, he just doesn't give up. And that's the thing, right? You you keep to it. Keep doing your thing because it can all change in the blink of an eye. All change in the blink of an eye. So, our... Headliner of the prelims, we've got Ben Eagley against Andy Verla. And um, yeah, this this was gonna be a good one, right? This is always gonna be a good one. So um yeah, a good portion of the match is on the feet, right? On the feet, they're fighting for position. Vala, you know, it seemed to be controlling things with his um, head position on the fence, right? Um, and he, he, you know, they're, they're fighting, they're trying, and all of a sudden, you know, Vala's able to get the fight to the ground, right? And as soon as it goes to the ground... Right, it looks like Vala, he is in control. Right, he utilizes a heavy top game to control. And for a while, it seemed like he was trying for an arm triangle. Right, that just seemed to be where things were going. Right, kept on moving around to like positioning and, and working it. Couldn't quite get it. Then there's a moment. With uh, about a minute left When it seems like Eagley gets a reversal Right But Vala He um, Yeah, isn't fully on the bottom Right Isn't fully on the bottom He's um, He's to the side slightly Right, and you're thinking, oh, is he trying to work out the back to get on the back for a rear naked? Right, that's what you wondered. Um, and yeah, it is. It was crazy because he's still got a grip on Eagle's neck. Still got a grip on his neck, but you're kind of like, eh, he's not in any position to really do anything. And then, boom. Right? Friggin' Eli taps. You know, and then we we see it from another viewpoint. And uh yeah, it is Vala had the rear naked, 
but from the side. And it was just the fact of that grip. He just had that grip so tight. So he lay, all he could do was tap. So, um, yeah, Vala gets the win. And he's calling out, you know what I mean? He's looking for a next fight. So, March 2021, we'll see uh, if he gets his wishes. But, yeah, that was a fun fight. Good way to lead us in to the main card. So, the first match on the main card... We got Hunter Colvin against Gabriel Gonzaga, and um, you know this was a this is an interesting one, right? And you kind of wondered because Gonzaga is bigger than Colvin. Colvin ain't small, but uh, yeah, he's going against frigging Gabriel Gonzaga, people. And um, so, yeah, it was surprising when Colvin comes out and takes bottom, right? Sits. So you're like, oh, okay. So, um, you know, Gonzalo, who is clearly the bigger guy, you know, he, he's now on top, right? But Colvin seems to have a, uh, a, a tag for the leg. Right, it's like hunting season because COVID is going for that leg hard, right? Really is. It is kind of like oh shit, okay. Um, and he he's always has the knee, right? He's always got the knee, which is always the thing. But sometimes you see people going for leg locks and stuff like that. But they never have control of the knee. So it's just like, yeah, there's no threat there. But Colvin always seemed to have the knee of Gonzaga, right? So, um, yeah, Gonzaga, he was never able to rest, right? He tries to counter with his own, you know, attacks on Colvin's legs. Because, yeah, when you go for a leg, you know, you're giving your own up. Right? Which is always the craziest thing. You know what I mean? And we've seen it, right? People go for leg lock and get caught by the other person when they try their own. Right? Um, so, yeah, there's there's that. Right? But he, he then starts to hand fight. Because he's not able to get one on Colvin. So he's finally trying to hand fight. Colvin, you know, he's persevering, not giving up until probably, I don't know, uh, maybe a minute left. And Colvin, he takes top position. He's looking for an arm. And Gonzaga is able to reverse with about 10 seconds left. Right? You know, Gonzaga's on top, full mount. And you're like, oh, can he do anything? But no. Not enough time. Not enough time, people. So we go into the overtime. Just one. One slot here. Gonzala, he comes out first. He goes with the spider web. Um, and, you know, Colvin did a great job of fighting, right? Uh, you know, of keeping his arm and everything like that. It, it was one of those situations where size 
definitely pays off, right? And Gonzaga is able to get the tap when he kind of repositions his knee and, yeah, kind of, you know, Colvin is kind of on his knees and, yeah, Gonzalez just repositions slightly so the pressure is just there and, boom, it's done, right? So, Colvin, he's now got to try and do something in this time period. Ah, it just isn't going to work, right? He he does the, the, the sensible thing. He takes the back because... Gonzalo is too big to try with that arm shit, you know what I mean, and, um, yeah, just, he can't, can't do anything, can't do anything, Gonzalo escapes too, so it's done, you know, but, an interesting encounter, now, next up is a fight that I was really looking forward to, Really looking forward to Believe I thought it might have the possibility Of having fight of the night And yo It was a great scrap Yo so we had Paul Gonzaga Against uh, Gillian Robertson And um, you know Gonzaga is um, She's an Invicta Robertson She's UFC You know And I kind of thought that you know, because Gonzaga, she's, you know, she trains under Richie Martinez, right? Who's fighting on the card. And, you know, she recently just competed in combat jiu-jitsu, the female flyweights. You know, so she's been doing, it looked like more BJJ of late, right? So with that, it was kind of like, because Gillian, she recently had an MMA fight, right? She fought, beginning of December, I think, um, I think it was the 5th, or it might have been the 12th. But, um, yeah, she fought in MMA, so you're just like, yeah, you know, the time she's had to fully just focus on BJJ, you're like, oh, you know, how's this going to go? Right, so Gonzalez, Gonzalez, I've been saying Gonzalez, 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 yes, she came out crazy hot, man, she goes straight for Robeson, you know what I mean, pushing her against the fence, she's looking for a takedown, and she, yo, Robeson does her best to stay up, but yo, Gonzalez, Gets the takedown, right? Now, Robinson, though, gets a, uh, yeah, a, a great reversal. Gets a great reversal, and now it is on, people. It is on, right? Robinson has a relentless style, and she's just hunting. Hunting and moving, that's what she's doing, man. Whoo! Right? She is keeping Gonzalez wrapped up in some, uh, you know, some sort of attack. Right? So, yeah, Pearl just can't take a moment to just get her shit together. 
You know, Gonzalo, like, Robeson is just on her, man. So, um, yeah, Gonzalez, she's defending, right? She's no slouch, right? No slouch. So, you know, she's trying. You know, she's trying to look for something, you know, looking to improve her situation and attempts a scramble, Right, she attempts a scramble, get to my knees, I can get up, or maybe push through, get on top, boom, something. So she does that. But as soon as she does that, Robeson is like, okay, opportunity, here I come. She grabs her back. It's just in a flash, she grabs her back. But the thing is, where some people, you know what I mean, they, they looking to grab the back and they get their hooks in, you know, real methodical about it. Robinson is just like, nope. So as she's grabbing the back, she's slipped her arm underneath the chin, right? It's just as quick as that. It's like, boom, back. Oh, yeah, my heart, I've got your chin, kid. You know what I mean? And she is giving one of her, uh, you know, well-known hugs. She is squeezing the neck, squeezing the neck. Rear naked is sunk in tight, right? And Bell just has no other option, no other option but to tap, Right, it was such a great match, such a great match, and the, the the real great thing about it was you could see the elation in Robinson's face. She just couldn't stop grinning, man. You know what I mean? So you, you could, when you can see that a fight means so much to someone, right? That that really does just make it something else. So it was great. I really did like Poe's uh, rash guard. It it had Richie Martinez's silhouette of his kind of face. You had the beard, you know what I mean? The the salt and pepper beard and Mickey Mouse ears. It was such a fun rush guard, man. But um, yeah, that was a super great fight. And <laughs> next up was the man himself, Richie Martinez, as he goes up against C.B. Dolloway, who is um, Ryan Bader's training partner, right, so all kind of makes sense, there's some synchronicity in this, people, you know, Um, and (laughs) do not blink, Right? I think that's the thing you need to tell people when they watch this. Because you, you need to go and watch this. You watch the whole card. But there's this fight was just something, right? So, <laughs> Martinez sits right away. You know, which he always usually does, right? And Dolloway is, he's trying to pass the legs, Right, he's trying to pass the legs like you kind of see in MMA all the time. Um, he can't, right? So he's in Martinez's guard, and just just like that, as Tommy Cooper would say, eh, that's a oh man, uh, yeah, that's an old reference. I realize, I realize, youngsters ain't gonna know, but yeah, Tommy Cooper, man, um, yeah, throws the legs up, man. Grabs an arm, 
But it's one leg. He's using one leg in this armbar attempt. It is crazy. You're like, huh? But the smart thing is he's using the other leg to unbalance Dolloway. Right? Crazy smart. You know? And he does that. So now he 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 repositions. Right, he's repositioning, got both legs up Dolloway, he's trying to defend But Martinez, he makes a slight little adjustment Boom, it's Tap City, baby Oh man, the, just the transition, the movement It is sublime You need to see it It is something else It is amazing Man, I just... I, I I replayed that match so many times, right? So from there, we are now into the co-main event of the evening. We got Satashi Ishii against Craig Jones, and um, yeah, Jones comes out. He sits, you know, as Craig Jones always does, right? Ishii, he's looking um. He's looking for the advantage, right? But in doing so, Jones, in a flash, has his back, right? Boom, so quick. Kind of similar to um, his last fight, right, against Primus. Um, And, you know, Jones goes for a rear naked. At first, you think that the rear naked attempt is more of a setup for something else, right? But he then you then see that moment where he's like, actually, I've got a good grip. Fuck it, right? And so he's going for the rear naked, and um, you know he's he's got a good grip and all of that. So Ishi he he's trying to survive, right, he's moving, he's trying to fight those hands, he, he's managing to stay alive for a moment, right, so then Jones thinks about going for an arm bar, just for a moment, you, you, you see him make that movement, because he's not getting the rear naked, but then he's like, ah, you know what, fuck it, so he goes back to the rear naked, gets a solid grip, and it is done. It's done. And yo, he does it in you know, it's pretty quick time. Pretty quick time, people. You know what I mean? Like just over two minutes. Which remember, Mason Fowler went to overtime with Ishii. So hey. <laughs> you see Jones, he is really working hard to get that rematch with uh, Fowler, right? So that leads us to the main event. We've got Ryan Bader after his victory over Anthony Johnson last time out. You know, he now is challenging for the bell, going for all the marbles, right? Against Mason Fowler. So... They come out. There's a bit of hand fighting. Fowler decides to sit and um, goes for Bader's leg a few times. Right? Bader, he um, 
goes into Fowler's guard, right? Goes into his guard, looking to impose his will. But Fowler, he he has a tight grip on Bader, tight grip on Bader, you know, looking to, um, yeah, stifle him and then implement his game plan. Now, Bader's thinking, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take you to the fence. I'm going to stop your movement, right? Like you do in MMA. Take someone to the fence, got them trapped, then you can unload. You can do your things, right? And they can't, you know, use full extension for an arm bar, a leg lock or anything like that because they're up against the fence. So the, the reasoning from Bader, it's not bad. It's not bad reasoning, you know what I mean? And technically, Bader, he's not doing a lot wrong here. He's not doing a lot wrong. But he's, uh, he's fucking with Mason Fowler, right? <laughs> That's the problem. And, uh, yeah, Fowler, he, um, you know, because he, he's got kind of like a butterfly guard. On, um, you know, Bader And he uses his leg To change the angle While taking a real grip On Bader's arm Right, so he's kind of locked up the arm Kind of similar to uh, Just a straight arm bar Right, but not quite a straight arm bar But yeah, that's essentially what he is doing and by changing the angle, yeah, it's exactly what he's doing now. So he's got the arm, he's changed the angle, he's gripping and turning, and Bader can't do anything, right? Because they're by defense, so he can't roll. So all Bader can do now is tap. It's over. <laughs> and still. Deal, Mason Fowler for the win. Such a fun freaking event, people. This was so damn good. Man, you really do need to go and rewatch this because, yeah, it's incredible. March seems so long. <laughs> March seems so freaking long away. But, you know what I mean? Hey, you know the. Ever standing and Chael are gonna bring us some fire in March. Can't wait. Chael already hinted at some big things, hearing, and he also was like, "Oh, we've got some matches, potential matches for um Dolloway, right? One of those matches was against Jesse Taylor, you know. Which, hey, if you if you remember." Dolloway beat Jesse Taylor in the UFC. So that, that would be a fun little rematch right there. You know what I mean? So, um, hey, I am looking forward to seeing what comes in March. And, um, yeah, I will probably rewatch, if not all this event, definitely a good chunk of these fights because, you know, they're pretty damn awesome. But, people, that's it. Boom. Okay, people, so we, uh, we're coming to the end of another episode. Now, listen, as I said, go 
check out Submission Underground 20. It was phenomenal. Alright? But, yeah, as we draw to a close, let's look and see what's happening in the fight world. Well, man, it had been, you know what I mean? About two years since Mike Jackson last fought in the octagon. And, you know, he's scheduled to fight Dean Barry on the 20th of January. Unfortunately, that is no longer happening, you know? Um, yeah, it's been pushed back. You know, I think, not quite sure, there's something with Jackson, whether it's an injury or COVID. But, um, yeah, that fight is now getting rescheduled. Dean Barry believes it, you know, it's going to happen in May, March, April sometime. So, um, yeah, Barry's going to have to wait a little longer to make his debut and Jackson to make that walk again, you know? Uh, another um, unfortunate that won't be fighting on the uh, 20th is Jeff Molina. He is out of his fight with Zahara Adashevev. Um, but in steps Sue Manjeri, who had that sensational debut at the uh, you know towards the end of uh, 2020. So um, hey, at least uh, you know what I mean. Adashev's uh, fight still is happening. He still gets to go to Fight Island. Now, Kamzat, he's got COVID still, right? Well, the uh, the fallout from COVID, you know, he's still recovering. It looks like Leon, they couldn't find a replacement. So now the main event of, um, yeah, the, the Fight Island 8, you know, the 20th. Wednesday event is gonna be Michael Chiesa and Neil Magny. Now, that is a phenomenal fight, right? That's a great fight. So, you know what I mean? I, I think that's still good enough to get people excited. Um, yeah, so all is all is good, people. Right, we jump to February and um, Mike Tizano, who was the winner of, you know what I mean, the Ultimate Fighter Season 27, he takes on Rafael Alves, who, uh, you know, came through Dana White's Contender Series. So, yeah, they clash on the 20th of February. Uh, the following week, on the 27th, Montana De La Rosa will fight Maria Buna Silva. You know, that's a tough fight right there. You know what I mean? There's definitely a uh, a, a tough one, right? Um, I think, I can't remember if we announced this one, but it is finally being clarified. It is happening the 6th of March. UFC 259, right, which already has Nunes v Anderson, right, it's getting a second title fight, the lightweight champion Jan Blahovic fights the middleweight champion Israel Adesanya, 
Okay. Yes, people. We will see ooh, if uh, Adesanya can be champ champ or if Blokovic, you know what I mean, shows up Polish power is a dominant force. Right? And if you think about it, right? I don't believe Texera would be ready to fight come March. And I don't think he should fight as early as March. Because you think about all the damage Texera took last year. You know, he won the fights, which was phenomenal. But he took some shots. So, given his head and his body a bit of a rest, right? It makes sense. So, the winner of that fight, Blakovic Adesanya, they can fight Texera. You know what I mean? I think that's still, that works out and it will be phenomenal. You know what I mean? Now, Jin Yu Fei, whew, she really hasn't had an easy time since coming to the UFC. She's 0 uh, 2. And her next fight on the 13th of March is no easier. She'll be fighting Gloria Della De Pula. Right, who came from Dana White's contender series and looked sensational, you know what I mean? Um, and with that knockout power, so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens in that fight. And we also get another contender series alumni, Shayna Bays, she will be fighting the Invicta standout. And she's one and one in the UFC. Should be two and zero, oh, you know. But a a, it's K Hansen. So Chayna Bays takes on K Hansen on the twentieth of March. All right, people, that is it. We are done. And on Monday, you get a special episode. Of the podcast So um, yeah Stay tuned and look forward to that We out Enjoy the p- weekend people Hoo-de-hoo!